Yo, what's up, guys? This is your girl Coco, and I welcome want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. Um, if you're new to the show, my show is about life and in in general with a emphasis on relationships. And so basically, I just have my friends come on the show and we talk about different topics. You know, it's a, sometimes it's like a serious topic and then sometimes, you know, you can definitely find some comedic relief within the conversation. But um, yeah, so that's what the show is about. Welcome. Today's episode is about interracial relationships. And I got my girl Alex here with me. What's you- up? <laughs> so, um... At the reason Alex is here is because Alex is actually in a interracial relationship. And so we're going to talk about um, her experience being in an interracial relationship. You know, what led her to this relationship. And, you know, just get some details from her. And maybe this can open up somebody's mind to the possibility or just get people some understanding. So we'll go ahead and get started with the hot couple this week. So we do have one this week. And I just finished watching Love is Blind. And I thought it would be good to talk about Lauren and Cameron on the show. So did you watch Love is Blind? I did. And I love Lauren and Cameron. I wanted Cameron to stop crying so much. But I did love them. (laughs) I did. Wait. Is he Cameron? He is Cameron. Okay. Is he Cameron? No. Is Cameron the black guy? No, Cameron is the now, who white was the dude. black guy that told her her wig was like that? <laughs> I thought that one was that. No, that was not Cameron. Um, What's his name? I forget. Carlton. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlton did not have to tell her that, but we saw it from episode <laughs> one. But he did not have to do that. He didn't. So um, I feel like the whole Carlton and Diamond situation. Um, when it comes to bisexual men, there are a lot of people who don't necessarily mm-hmm. agree with men claiming the title to be bisexual. But I also feel like I I don't know to my knowledge if I have ever been with a bisexual man, but and I don't know how I would handle the situation, mm-hmm. but I know as a person who cares about people and their feelings, if somebody was to be if a man was to tell me he was bisexual, I would definitely try and be understanding about it. Mm -hmm. Could I be with him? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Do I feel like he should have told her from the get-go that he was bisexual? A part of me want to say yes and a part of me want to say no. Mm -hmm. The part of me that says yes is because I feel like if you're dating somebody and the intent is to be serious, you know, give them the opportunity from the get-go. But then... Um, the part of me that says no is understanding the fear mm-hmm. that comes with re- being vulnerable enough to let something like that out mm-hmm. to somebody. And I I just feel like coming from that place of fear, mm-hmm. that is not something I would pro- I would want to tell somebody from the get-go. So I respect him holding back from saying it, but then I also feel like but I do, like, I can appreciate that he did tell her mm-hmm. and not keep it a secret. Yeah, not keep it a secret for years. I do appreciate that he told her. I feel like they were in those pods for such a short amount of time. He didn't, you can't get your whole life story out in those little weeks before they expect them to be engaged and married. But 
you could tell it was sitting heavy on him from episode one. He should have just got it off his chest, but it is a fear thing because people aren't going to be so receptive when you say you're bisexual. They are much more welcoming to bisexual women than mm-hmm. bisexual men. And But I also commend Donna because I felt like she was trying to be understanding, but his hurt, he let his hurt turn into anger and it kind of just that conversation out of nowhere. Went like yeah. it went left real fast and I feel like she wasn't even coming at you sideways she just really wanted to understand because she probably never been in that situation before and now here I am engaged to this man and he telling me this how is my family gonna react to this how do I handle this how should I walk on eggshells because I don't want him to be upset and think I'm judging him I just want a better understanding but he just I I think of course I feel like I know that was her intent Mm -hmm. and and maybe it was the tone, because I don't think she said nothing out the way, mm-hmm. but I think maybe the tone and how she was saying things is mm-hmm. what put him on the offense, you know? He instantly went on the offense, and of course she gonna go on the offense back, so they just started butting heads, but it did not have to be all that. They, If we gonna be married for years, let's just have a calm conversation about it, but I do think before you start calling, this is my wife, this is who I'm gonna spend my life with, at least let me know something about you but you know you've been married before so I feel like as the years go by you still learn the stuff about this person that you did not know yeah so I wouldn't want to know 10 years down the road but at least give me the courtesy of knowing something like that but it's probably still secrets that they gonna take to their grave just because I married you you don't have to know everything about my past like, yeah I, d- I definitely think there are things especially if it happened before mm-hmm. the relationship that if there was no nothing significant from it, I don't think it every detail of your past relationship should be revealed. Um, I think the the stuff that you really take and learn from those situations, like I definitely agree, those are things that you probably want to talk about with your mm-hmm. current partner. But if it's not relevant to your current current relationship relationship, i don't think it's a need to reveal it Mm -hmm. um so yeah there are definitely gonna be some things that i think your partner will not know about you but i'm cool with that get that off his chest before they got back to atlanta because everybody in atlanta seemed to know everybody in atlanta and he out here on the real housewives of atlanta so she would have found out eventually anyway i think that's what he was he was cynthia's assistant he was I knew assistant. his ass looked familiar. Right. He got into it with Kenya. Him and yes. Kenya was going back and forth, and now he out here talking about he used to love hearts and not parts. So she would have eventually found out. Like yeah. the streets would have been talking when she got to Atlanta. Um, and they probably it's some good wigs that was in Atlanta. She it got is some help. so she definitely um, could have did better. Exactly, uh, she was looking real rough. It was sad. It mm-hmm. it did not have to. He did not have to tell the world that it was sliding back. We saw it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've seen some memes, and she but got I much think, better for the reunion. I think. I think he went there because mm-hmm. then she started quoting Beyonce lyrics, yeah. and it was like, "Oh, I need to come back." You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they started. Uh, it got, it, it got real ugly. messy real fast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they was not the high couple. I'm sorry. They was not the high couple. They <laughs> wasn't. Lauren and Cameron. But Lauren and Cameron were definitely the hot couple. Mm-hmm. So I know when I first, like, because I had already seen stuff on social media before mm-hmm. I actually started. I didn't start watching it until last week. Mm-hmm. So, um... So I know, like, I already knew they were going to be together. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of like, girl, he white. I know you know he white. 
Like, I know you see him. <laughs> like, you can hear it in his voice. He is white. He is. But you can also tell, I feel like from his first few episodes and encounters with her, I could tell she wasn't his first black girl, though. Oh, yeah. she def- That definitely wasn't his first rodeo. And I, even being in an interracial relationship, I don't think I would want to be anybody's first uh, black girl. I don't want to be nobody crash course. I like, think my fear in dating somebody of another race is the whole meeting, the family process. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they don't like me? Because even though, like, I'm not racist, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up around racist people i think we all still have our Mm -hmm. biases biases and and fears yeah biases and fears and i and i think that would be my fear to be with somebody of another race and Mm their family not accept me i think that's a normal fear too because um people aren't always going to be accepting and it's unfortunate that your family can make a big difference in your relationship Mm -hmm. your family can sometimes make or break the situation even though that's the person you have to be with they can't, especially if they don't do anything in your defense, like they just let their family treat you any kind of way if that's the case. But um, I don't know. I just I feel like I've dated the United Nations like I I've I was open to any race I've been. I've talked to a Cambodian guy before, like my husband is white. But yeah, I don't know. I just it didn't really bother me because I don't think I thought as far in advance as I don't really look towards the future with everybody else. I, if we just started talking and dating, that's all we doing. If it gets serious, then I would think I would be more concerned about, okay, so his family though, now, cause everybody don't make it bad to meeting the family. Like yeah. you just talking and dating. I feel like I was open to it. It's something different. So as far as like dating, like I've definitely never had no, um, uh, what is it? Like, Asians mm-hmm. or um, I can't say Mexicans. I have had some of, I've had some, you know, people, men of other race hit mm-hmm. on me or whatever. But me just being closed off to it, kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, like the white men who've hit on me, they've always been drunk. And I just be like, no, I would rather you be sober when yeah. you talking to me. That way, when you well, wake up the next day and I'm messaging. Get, get your free drink now. Don't. <laughs> Just because he drunk don't mean he not going by this bar a little bit. So get your free drink and then yeah. push him to the side. Well, you know, they always willing to buy a drink. They'll buy so a drink I'm down now. for the count. But, um, you know, just like taking them seriously, it just mm-hmm. be like, no, okay, you know, whatever. Um, I have talked to a Puerto Rican before, but he was like black boy. So mm-hmm. it, he, I don't count him. But other than him, like, no, nah, I've not dated outside my race. But... Mm-hmm. Um, just like, and it actually, like when Cameron and Lauren actually met up, Mm -hmm. like I thought, I felt it was genuine, um, their connection. And I was like, you know, I'm all for it Mm -hmm. if, if it's genuine. And I feel like he is, he really loves Lauren. There's nothing she could do wrong in his eyes. Mm -hmm. He couldn't stop touching her. He couldn't stop kissing on her. He um, knew that some other guys was looking at her sideways too because Lauren is a cute girl. She is real cute. She was a beautiful girl, but I I definitely think it's genuine. I fell in love with their love. I think that's why they're the most popular couple on the show. Everybody liked their story because yeah. it seems so genuine. Mm-hmm. And to think that really they recorded all this a year and a half ago. So yeah. they've still been married, still going st- strong. Yeah. He's still obsessed with her. And I think that's cute. That's mm-hmm. what everybody wants. Yeah. 
because um, even like him meeting her father, and I know like bringing any man home to and meet your dad is it. just like <laughs> ooh. And then for that to be the first man her dad ever met, it's just like and you got this daddy. You've only known this man for a like, few weeks, and yeah. this is your fiance. <laughs> yeah, and then like to know your dad is like pro black, like mm-hmm. I'm for the black family, and then you bring this white man home, it's just like yeah, uh... but he for the black family structure, and he's still not with her mama, so <laughs> just, yeah. I feel like you can't bring <laughs> you can't bring me but so much drama. So. Yeah. Um. But I think, but I can appreciate what her dad said, you Mm -hmm. know, basically being like, I'm not going to judge you off of, um, base base it off because you white. Mm -hmm. I'm going to base my, you know, judgment on you on how you treat my daughter. Yes. And I think that's the most important part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. And I think anybody would, you know, of course that fear of bringing somebody home to meet Mm -hmm. your family, but for your family be to be open and receptive, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he and Cameron was like, I know you'll love me one day. Yeah. You know what I'm Aww. saying? And I I I liked his confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, like cuz her dad was definitely like, "Err, you yeah, know what I'm saying?" He was not saying? with he it was, from the, whole the time. first scene. Yeah. <laughs> and Lauren let him hang and she was like, "I'm going to just let y'all talk." Dang, I would have been <laughs> sweating bullets in there. She would have left me in there with that man. Yeah, I but was like, "Damn, you just going to leave him?" He handled himself well, and I think yeah. that is a true test of his character, a sign of his character, I mean, but he, Cameron's a good dude, seem like. Yeah, it does seem like he's a good dude, and I always, like, after seeing it, mm-hmm. I was like, if I was today outside of my race, like, that is the kind of white boy mm-hmm. I would like today. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell he is, like, he probably likes um, hip-hop and, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things, but he doesn't strike me as the type that, um, it's faking it. It's faking it or trying to be black or assimilate mm-hmm. the culture. Yes. You know, so it's just like if if I was to be with someone outside of my race, I would want them to have um, some of those characteristics mm-hmm. as far as like just genuinely being themselves and yeah. not to say white people who do assimilate the black culture mm-hmm. are, um, you know, trying to be black or whatever. But if that's what they grew up around, mm-hmm. what what can you expect from them? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, even the white people that I went to high school with, like, they wasn't like... Like they hung out with the with the black kids, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh they I'm trying to change themselves. yeah it wasn't like they was trying to change themselves to to be with the you know be no, with the majority that. because with you dating a white man you not out here trying to be a white girl so mm-hmm. just be here I want to be with somebody that I can be myself with they can be themselves and I don't know I just I want that for everybody I don't want to have to change myself or walk on eggshells like. You need to come in here and know that this bonnet is going to be on. Mm, facts. And um, the hot sauce <laughs> will be plentiful. Like, and you just be yourself when you come in, too. Like, let me introduce you to Lowry's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, everybody should be comfortable. I hope for that for everybody. And I think a lot of people fell in love with Lauren and Cameron because that's what they want for themselves, too. No matter mm-hmm. if he white, black, orange, Indian, like, everybody wants that type of love because you can tell it's genuine and they really care for each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, seeing the reunion episode and seeing, mm-hmm. like, so I'm assuming, like, before the season premiered, they couldn't post, mm-hmm. you know, what was going on in their life specifically, yeah. you know, but 
I did go on her IG and kind of just like peep what she was about. Mm-hmm. And I could tell like some of the pictures were taken in the house that he had. Yes. You know, before they and got together. And you can tell together, some of she so. has a ring on, but she's not really showing Yeah, she's not ring. really showing it. But um, once she was able to, you know, you could genuinely tell like it's a real, you know, relationship yeah. there and not just for the cameras or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Out of anybody on that cast, I expect them to be together for quite some time. Yeah, and what was the Amber and Barnett? Mm -hmm. I, like, I knew they were going to be the ones to make it, but then I don't know how long they're going to stay together because I feel like they have a lot of fire. Yes. And I, I feel like when you have that much fire... Um, you have to find a way to balance it. Mm-hmm. And even one on the... Of, it's going to be have to get give and take. Like, one is going to have to be calmer in a situation. But And I do feel like Barnett kind of dulls himself down for Amber because Amber is so mm-hmm. loud and all over the place. Um, but I was here for her on that reunion. I was waiting. Like, I know you've seen these scenes with Jessica. Let's talk about it. And then when, when Jessica had... Um, apologize to Barnett and Amber. I'm like, no, you need to be apologizing to the person that you was in a relationship with on this show because he was definitely all in and you played him. She did, but at the same time, Mark was the only thing blind about this show. Like, love is blind, but Mark is blind too because we all saw that. I don't know how he didn't see it. The things that she said to him, you see her across the room, she go talk to Barnett, now all of a sudden she want to be all over you and lovey-dovey. And then y'all get to the house and she ain't trying to be that no more. Like, that was for show for them Mm -hmm. to show them that I'm so happy with you, but she didn't like that man as soon as that door slid open and she could see how small he was and she did not like him and she said it. Mm -hmm. She was trying to force herself to like him and I don't know if they got paid by the episode or got paid for how long they interacted with each other, but she was not studying that man. Mm-hmm. So, and it was that's painful the, to watch. That it was definitely painful, and because I look, I thought he was a nice looking he man. Is. I'm like, he's a I nice guy. Him. Everybody you know? wants somebody that's gonna be obsessed with. Her. He really cared about her and wanted to genuinely just find love with her. And even at the reunion, still talking about something. You know, if she ever needed anything, I was like, this man is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, she does not care about you or your well being at all. So. You need to give her the same. Yeah. Like, that's why y'all not sitting together and yes. all the other couples. Everybody else sitting together. sitting together. But it was the same thing with uh, Giannina and whoever that dude was. When she was like, uh, do you know that how you always say that this is the best sex you ever had? And I never said that. There would be nothing else for us to talk about after this. We are never going to see each other again. <laughs> Don't she, call me. When she said that, my face was like, oh. Like, I felt like she hit me. Like, I got hit with a straight bullet and I wasn't even there. Um, <laughs> she did not have to do that to that man. She did not. On, and that's going to keep being replayed. I can still go on to Netflix and see her say that again. It's on the internet. Like, that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And they have rekindled their relationship and are getting back together. No. There was, we, there is no amount of apologizer that she could do to me. Yeah. But so with that one, I definitely feel like it was a maybe circumstantial because we on this show, you know, this is Mm -hmm. for show purposes. You know what I'm saying? They went through with it. And then maybe afterwards, you know, when they really had an opportunity Mm -hmm. to like really, um, give it some time they were able to get past that and work on the butterflies that she lost they seem the most 
their relationship seemed like a plant to me. Like they were planted in this show because we need something to work out. Like we need something to keep the show going just in case all these other ones that's really in the experiment don't work out. We need something for entertainment because even the way she ran off in the wedding dress and slipped down the hill and then her mama come up and be like, you embarrassing me. <laughs> it just, <laughs> just seems so unrealistic. Like he was like, I don't. <laughs> like <laughs> this seems so scripted. So their relationship just did not seem realistic to me. Now and then I the was, other Kelly and that other one was just born. I I forgot they was there. Now Kelly and Kenny, I was actually disappointed mm-hmm. that I that they played out the way it did because she did not let on at no point that she was at not all. interested. It was just like the only thing know, that was a sign was that she she didn't, didn't want to have sex, sex with him. him. But that's okay. Like yeah. you don't have to have yeah. want to have sex with him. But it was like when you would see them together, they were very affectionate, mm-hmm. like touchy touchy, filly filly. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe she just trying to be a good girl and wait till they marry. You know, and she was like, mm-hmm. no. But it's funny to me because I've looked at their social media too and her and Jessica have known each other for like 10 years. They're friends. Oh. Right. So look how this oh, so all y'all played was on out. the show together. Together. Doesn't this, this don't seem realistic to yeah. me because also oh, y'all friends, so both of y'all played, y'all do. Both of y'all walked away and still out here in these streets. This mm-hmm. Something seemed fishy to me about like this y'all situation. Just to get on like, TV. We just need to be on TV. And if that's what y'all doing for a check, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. It don't something right in that note. Yeah. Damn. I got see, I was trying to see what everybody had going on, but it was like once I had added Lauren, mm-hmm. all the like all yeah. lay profiles disappeared. And I'm yeah. like, shit, is they name the same on IG? <laughs> Lauren and Cameron were the only ones I followed because they were the only ones whose storyline I really got attached to. I wanna see where they go in the future. They got a dog now, when are they gonna have kids? Like I wanna see where this relationship goes for them because they were the most interesting one on the cast. Yeah. Like, everybody else Lauren and Cameron need their own spinoff. Like, nothing else really yeah, mattered on that show. Definitely. Yeah, just to, like, see what they day-to-day life mm-hmm. is like because they didn't... I think both of them were just so cool and chill. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't see them arguing on the show or whatever. No. So it's like, you know, I know y'all a real couple. Mm-hmm. Like, how do y'all deal with conflict? You and know? even when they did have conflict or when they talked about it. And I like that, that they Mm -hmm. weren't on here and Lauren wasn't being all ghetto and being stereotypical. They just had conversation about it. Like, I don't really want to give up my house because she don't know you. Like at the end of the day, y'all got married in this marriage, but y'all don't really know each other. I need to be able to walk away and be like, I need my space. I don't know that I want to live with you because when you live with somebody, you really get to know them. And I don't know if I want to just move in just because we met each other on this show four weeks and now we are married and expected to live together and pay bills together. Like you see Amber and Barnett, Amber out here with all these money issues and we just supposed to live together. Yeah. She's been bouncing from couch to couch. Like this is her come up. When she said that she had that damn makeup credit card and the limit was was $700 and she was at the limit and he was like, at the limit. And then she was like, you're not paying your school loans? No. No. (laughs) Okay, so you just don't care about these bills because they are the collections. But the thing for me is, so now that you have married her, you might be doing well, but 
I don't know how, and I'm from Georgia, and I really should know their laws on certain things, but I feel like once you get married to somebody, y'all become one, her dad becomes your dad. Yeah. So, well, they gonna start coming for your dick. It wasn't like that with me and my ex-husband. Yeah. His I dad was his dad, my dad was my dad. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> we file married, but separate. Like, yeah, yeah. we're married, but his dad is his dad. Mm-hmm. It's probably his problems. If I came into this marriage with $2, I want my $2 when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> that don't have nothing to do with me and that's i hope that's what they got going on because mm-hmm. she's never gonna pay the bills yeah no i hope this netflix check went to a good cause of paying her bills now <laughs> right at least a 700 dollars credit card on makeup girl like i'm not, like and actually like i buy onesie twosie things here when mm-hmm. i buy makeup but i don't spend a lot of money on mm-hmm. makeup no more no like um i think just i think when you initially start like makeup is expensive I because need you be I like oh i need mac i need anastasia now i will say i don't buy the cheap makeup i no. stick with my mac because even though i wear different foundations like fenty mm-hmm. or lancome like those are the other two um foundations i use outside of mac but mm-hmm. mac is the only one i feel like look good in person and on yes. pictures like when i, I use no my flashbacks. fancy or whatever or the lancome like it look nice in person and then i look in picture look at pictures and i be like i look dark yeah. like oh no like maybe i, I need not wear this foundation no, no more, i like you know? to color match i need everything they can't I like never fancy. so and i think that's the problem at sephora is they don't they they makeup art they know how to do makeup mm-hmm. but they not good at i think because of so many products mm-hmm. they don't know what product work well with what skin tones and they have those bright lights so everybody's gonna look good in them sephora lights mm-hmm. but then you go outside that's a different light like the color matching is this matching my face and my neck like mm-hmm. is it all gonna blend together some stuff you oily so it's sitting right now in sephora but you're gonna wear this on another day and oil just gonna creep on through that yeah it's it's so many things that go into makeup but definitely and you almost have to spend thousands when you first get started until you find what works what for works you for and then you. i'm sticking with that yeah <laughs> like i but i don't even wear a lot of makeup too mm-hmm. think like that so. yeah i only wear makeup when i'm going out for real for real mm-hmm. like I like to, I ain't going to say I like to just be bare face. I'm just too lazy to do my makeup on a consistent basis. Not even just lazy. I just feel like we don't need it. And I see people that wear makeup so much that when they take it off, be like, oh my God, who is that? I don't want to be that. I don't want you to be like, ooh, who Surprise. is that? Like, yeah. I want to roll over and wear some makeup and I still look like myself. Mm-hmm. Like, not who did the body at a funeral. Because I remember I used to go on, uh, I used to google makeup like before and after looks mm, just so ooh. i could laugh and be like girl you don't even look like the same person and it's the things they can do with makeup is scary mm-hmm. because but that's the same energy i want when i come get my makeup done if i'm going somewhere if i ever make it or if i need to go somewhere important my wedding day i need them to make me look like who is that who is this coming down yeah. who wedding are we attending <laughs> i want to look my best because i need to look back at these pictures for years and be like be like, girl, you was fine. You was fine. On this day? <laughs> Sitting with Beyonce, me and B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I think that's going to wrap it up for the hot couple. I think Lauren and Cameron are a really nice looking couple. Mm-hmm. I think what they found on the show was genuine. Mm-hmm. Do I believe love is blind? No. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I just... I feel like you always going to take into account 
the looks of the person mm-hmm. when it's all said and done. And I think that was uh, true in the experiment. Yeah. Like Cameron and Lauren just so happen to be a nice looking couple mm-hmm. or some nice looking people. Uh, Amber and Barnett were a nice looking couple or what some pe- nice looking people. Um, I think, and I honestly don't think they had any ugly people on the no. show. I think I did. I think they did a really good job at picking average but nice looking people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think life is blind. Like they all liked each other, but mm-hmm. I can't honestly say that they loved each other in them pods. Like yeah, y'all connected, I don't, but yeah, y'all didn't love each other. It, it take a while for love, for to, love come to come through. Yeah. But I think uh, for entertainment value, it, it was, was good. a good, it was it. a good show. Lorna Cameron, justice for them, they need a spinoff. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how their relationship progresses. So mm-hmm. I will be following them both. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is going to wrap it up for the hot couple. And now we will move into the hot cup of Alex here is in an mm-hmm. interracial relationship. And so um, do you just like, so I know for me, I told you my experience and in not interracially dating, <laughs> but like, so you said before you met your husband, you dated, dated different types I've of people. dabbled in different relationships. So. so was it like you grew up around a mixed group of people or... Yes and no. Um, I've grown up around, I mean, I grew up in the South. I grew up in Georgia. So the South is the South. I, I have a lot of black friends. I grew up with all my black cousins, my black family. Um, we went to a predominantly white church at one point. So I hung out with, I knew predominantly white people. So I know how to interact with a lot of different types of people. I don't think I ever really cared. <laughs> like I never really looked at it as, oh, these are my white friends and these are my black friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted all my friends to be able to mingle with each other because if y'all all like me, we all have something in common. So y'all should be able to have something in common with each other. I understand that everybody doesn't think like that, but I just, I don't think it ever bothered me. I don't, I never really looked at it like that. I didn't go out seeking like, I want me a white man and I want it to go like this. I just, men are men. They don't matter the skin tone. <laughs> like, they just gonna be themselves. So, mm-hmm. so how did you and your, at work we worked in the same uh building he worked up front i worked in the back so we just met at work i was working we had mutual friends so we had hung out with each other before but i wasn't sitting here i wasn't even looking at him like that i wouldn't know if he was looking at me twice he just i don't know i feel like once we started talking to each other i told him you never really left like it took me a while to be like oh dang we are dating huh (laughs) We are day. I am in a relationship, and everybody will tell you that. I it take me a minute to be like, oh yeah, that's my boyfriend. I'll mm-hmm. be like, I think he cool. Yeah, <laughs> he bought me food. I'm easily bought with food. So I don't know. We just were friends, and mm-hmm. it just kind of formed into that. I guess. So one reason I felt like maybe white men weren't attracted to me is <laughs> maybe I was just too black for them. You know what I'm saying? And, but like seeing you and we got a homegirl that, <laughs> that also has interracially dated and these ain't no like 
no. girls like I grew up around white people, so I know how to assimilate mm-hmm. type. These um, some black girls. Oh, no, it's trapping down in my car. You know that. <laughs> so, no, I'm not changing myself just because I'm dating him, and I don't expect him to try to like things that I like. But I think being in an interracial relationship, I've started liking things because of him like now that we've been in a relationship we've been together for so long i'm like dang star wars was actually really good now i'm like oh when that new star wars come out we gonna go see that him i was watching clips from the mass singer and i was like i know that's candy that sounds just like candy he was like from housewives so (laughs) you start to like some of the same things but i'm not gonna change myself just because i'm with him like i told you he need to understand that this bonnet is going on and he know like oh you want a new one he going to the store. He know exactly what aisle we need. He know my hair products. When he went TDY to Vegas, living in England, they don't always have the hair products that we need. Mm-hmm. He knew to call me. He FaceTimed me from the store and be like, okay, what are we picking up so we can stock up? And he just meshes well into my life. I don't want to change him. I don't want him to try to change me. And I think that's where we find balance. Mm-hmm. And he calms me down because when I'm going from zero to a hundred, he's not like that at all. My husband is so calm and he, it takes a lot to ruffle his feathers and get him upset. It don't take much for me. You, the wind blow wrong and I'm ready to go. So <laughs> I, I needed that balance. I needed him to calm me down like that. Mm-hmm. So I know, so I didn't grow up around white people like that. Like my high school had, a sprinkle, a dash, <laughs> a white people, Same. whatever. But the high school I went to was like on the cusp of middle class black people, upper middle class black people, mm-hmm. and then, you know, middle class white people or whatever. So some of those kids did go to our school, but like I said, it was just a sprinkle. And they pretty much almost hung out, all hung out with each other. You know, we, of course, we interacted with them, but we wasn't hanging out with them on the weekends outside of school and stuff like that. And then coming to the military, like, of course, you, you around way more white people. Outnumbered. Like, (laughs) I, yeah, definitely outnumbered. So, like, my first base, I, it was in Arkansas, Mm -hmm. and I work with a lot of white people. So, it was different working with this different set of people. Um, and then my second base, the office was damn near all black in Virginia. And I, I called my dad, like, it's so many black people here. Like <laughs> I work with so many black people and, um, you know, like, but I've not, and like I said, it's just, I've met white men that have hit on me, but they've mm-hmm. always been drunk and, it just to me, it just kind of been like, nah, I don't. They weren't sloppy drunk, but you could just tell like mm-hmm. they had that courage, and it was just like, nah, I need you to be sober. Mm-hmm. And then younger me was like, you know, I I want to date me a white man so I can have me some cute mixed babies, oh, God. and you That's know, everybody. whatever. I say young me now, mm-hmm. so don't just don't don't come don't in my head, ass. y'all. You know what I'm saying? But um, but you that's so true of people because you hear that so often even when we got together everybody was like oh your kids are gonna be so cute my kids are gonna be cute because i'm cute like my mm-hmm. kids being cute don't have nothing to do with him being white and i hate that people think like that oh they gonna have good hair okay i don't know what to do with that type of hair because i have not grown up with that <laughs> hair like it might be a good grade but what am i gonna do with that yeah so 
I hate that people have that mindset sometimes on interracial dating. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, your kids so like, yeah. Dang, at least let me. He can probably still walk out and leave me a single mother too. So mm-hmm. anything <laughs> can happen. Don't look at it just like, but the kids gonna be so cute. Yeah, somebody gotta raise them. I hope I raise decent people. Yeah, so. and then um I and then as I got older and I just um. I think realized like what exactly it was I was attracted to. Mm -hmm. I think I started to understand the concept of, you know, wanting to build the the black family just Mm -hmm. because there are so many broken black family homes or Mm -hmm. whatever. And it's not to say white people don't Mm -hmm. have broken homes as well because there's plenty of them walking around time as my parents divorced, you know, whatever. And so um, people just put such a stigma on black Mm-hmm. families being broken and that's just what the black family does but it's all the time like i said he could leave me a single mother it's plenty of white women that got left single mothers being in a fully white relationship it it don't matter it's mm-hmm. a relationship it's a relationship people are gonna be people and i i really want people to get out of that connotation that that's what's supposed to happen mm-hmm. because even i feel like i could have found love with a black man too i just happened to be with a white man mm-hmm yeah, and I I like that, you know, what I can now what I will say, I don't have a problem with interracial mm-hmm. relationships. But the thing I dislike most is when people be like, well, so black, black men who date white women or outside the race would be like, you know, black women just got too much attitude, you know, mm-hmm. whatever whatever. Or I have heard some black women, uh, and more so in the media than my personal friends, but they'll say things like, black men just treat me so wrong, you know, whatever, whatever. And I just think that you can encounter those things with anybody. Anybody. It does not matter. mm -hmm. It does not matter. And I... I joke with my husband all the time, like, if this don't work out, I'm going back to black man. It don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Because I do still love black man. I just like men. Like, I definitely (laughs) don't have nothing to do with him being black, white, or otherwise. I just, I'm not going to bring down the black man because I got with a white man. Mm -hmm. Um, Him being white takes nothing away from me being black. I go to sleep black. I wake up black. So him being white, I gain nothing. My credit score did not change. They can stop those rumors. (laughs) Like, it changes nothing about me. He didn't gain anything from me being black. Like, I hate, I hate that. I've seen that too about people in the media saying, oh, a uh, black man can't do nothing for me now that you with a white man. I do feel like black men who date white women sometimes get it harder than black women because nobody gives Serena problems. But you see people going in on Michael B. Jordan because they say all he likes is white women. So I do feel like sometimes they get it hard, but I feel like interracial in general gets it hard. (laughs) So I think black women get it worse than black men. Like, Mm -hmm. and I, and I probably feel that way just because I feel like it's been so much more common for black men today outside of their race. Mm -hmm. And those type of comments I feel like come from black women who are bitter Mm -hmm. that, um, they've chosen to fall in love with somebody else. And I I get the concept of feeling like, you know, the good black men don't want the good black women. They mm-hmm. want the white women. Um, just speaking from a place of, you know, feeling like I would have been a better fit for somebody mm-hmm. over a white woman. But just growing and maturing and understanding that that ain't it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and but that's I, all it is, growth and maturity. Maturity, because like you said, that's just somebody being better to look at somebody else's relationship and being like, because the grass is not always green on the other side. Like mm-hmm. I have looked at plenty of relationships, like he should have been with me. Blah blah. blah. Even the past ones, because I ignore all the red flags that don't have nothing to do with him being black. That just I knew he wanted nothing when I got with him. Like, mm-hmm. but I still was madly in love with him and. That don't, that's not because he's black. It just didn't work out. Like, yeah. me being with my husband, God forbid, it don't work out. I'm not going to be like, I knew I shouldn't have been with these white men. Like, <laughs> he is not all men. Mm-hmm. So, it's not the end all be all. And not going to be like, these white men going to treat me so good. There's black mm-hmm. men out there treating their wives just as good, too. So, mm-hmm. and it's a white man that's, I mean, I've seen snaps. Mm-hmm. We saw Get Out. Like, right. I just... It can go either way in these relationships. And I don't think the skin color has anything to do with mm-hmm. it. That's just the mindset that has been placed on us mm-hmm. for years. So, And I know. Um, but the reason I say black women, I think, get it harder mm-hmm. is I think the only only thing the only thing said about black men who date white women or women outside of their race is that, oh, he a traitor, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when black women date outside of their race and don't let it be a white man because then you yeah. bring all those slavery connotations mm-hmm. into the conversation like, oh, you ain't nothing but his bed wench, yep. you know, stuff like that. And it's, I feel like it's more hurtful things mm-hmm. that I say. They do say when, hurtful things, but I also feel like it becomes... At least in my eyes, when white uh, black men have commented on my relationship, I feel like it's more of a competition thing. Now, what can he do for you that we ain't doing it? I know he ain't doing it like we do it, blah, blah, blah. He ain't got this. And I just don't know why that was your mindset automatically. Like, mm-hmm. that's why are you worried about the sex that we have? <laughs> because, and why is this a competition? I feel like that's what I have heard more of. And it's probably our people behind the scenes saying things more slavery related because I know like Tia or Tamara Mowry when she said uh, people call her the white man's whore. I ain't never heard nothing like that and for good reason because (laughs) don't ever come at me with that. But because no, no. Mm -hmm. But because my household is not yes the man is the head of the household but I think our household is like a balance. Like I feel there's an equal respect in my household I don't hold him higher than me. He don't hold me higher than him. We just have a mutual respect for each other. And I feel like that's the mindset I always wanted for my household. I never wanted to be like, well, the man is the head of my household and I'm going to just do whatever he (laughs) say. Black, if I was with a black man or a white man, I just, that's never going to be me because I know my personality. I need us to have a mutual respect on we going to work together and we going to make this work together. Not like, you make the decisions. I'm just saying here. No, no, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> some stuff I need to decide for us or I'm going to give him the respect as the man to r- decide that for us. But mm-hmm. I, I don't Don't ever come at me with no slavery <laughs> comments <laughs> on my relationship. No. <laughs> but um, I, I think that, um, yeah, I think, like I said, I think black women get a lot more mm-hmm. flack for dating outside the race and like I said it's not because I'm opposed to interracially dating the opportunity just has not presented itself but um if it presented itself do you think you would be open to it at this moment no because I am in a relationship Mm -hmm. with somebody but if I were were single Mm -hmm. and the opportunity presented itself yes I would be open to um 
dating someone of another race. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would definitely be a, a scary feeling, mm-hmm. I, I will say. It's all new. It's, it's different, but... Like, it would be very new for me. Like, mm-hmm. because, like, I have friends that are white, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I've never been romantically involved. Like, I never even held hands with a white man, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... I just... Just look at it at if you... No, I'm not gonna put no bad vibes on your current relationship but if you were to be in one I would just look at it as it's just a man like I don't think I looked at it as <laughs> what is white man gonna do for me like, <laughs> where are we about to go on these dates I just and we are complete opposites if you meet my husband like he is the exact opposite of me and I don't know for some reason it just worked now me and Alex have partied together <laughs> and I ain't seen this man now we do brunch together he, picked, he, picked me up he, as he as come I'm... pick her up but we don't see yeah. him you don't see him cause he does not he don't he does not go out he is not social like that but if I go out he'll be like I'll come pick you up cause he know I'm gonna be out there with a drink in my hand somewhere and he gonna come pick me up so I don't have to drink and drive but he is not he is not a club goer he is he is much happier being at home playing some video games, talking to his friends. He that's not his scene. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm the social butterfly. I'm out here. I'm at the brunch early because <laughs> these drinks are endless, and I unlimited want unlimited mimosas. <laughs> I want my unlimited mimosas. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yes. No. You have to meet him one day. I mean, this is the first I'm hearing you in a relationship. We gonna talk about this offline. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, definitely. We're going to have to catch up because it has been a minute. It has. Um, but I definitely appreciate you coming no, on the show, um, giving your perspective, you know, opening up about your experience mm-hmm. in dating outside of your race. And I hope, like, you guys. It like always my intent is of course to bring some comedic relief to your day, but mm-hmm. to also bring awareness to certain things and I hope if you're listening that this has brought some awareness to mm-hmm. you guys and your perspective on certain things. So, um, of course your feedback is always welcome. So if there are questions that y'all have after the show has aired, you know, about this, you know, let me know and I'll get you a response to your answer to your question. And you can either DM me on Instagram or you can email me at Kikan with Pie at gmail.com. And, um, of course, like, subscribe, and comment. You know, like, leave those reviews. Like, the reviews are important. So, uh, go ahead, leave a review when you subscribe to my... I think you... T- well, you can subscribe on any streaming platform or whatever. But I think Apple may be the only one that you can actually leave a review. And then, of course, on YouTube, you can like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> so um thank you guys for tuning in and again thank you and bye